This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Today, I'm going to be composing a jazz tune on the spot. Never have preconceived these ideas before. I'm just going to be showing you how I go about composing a jazz tune, and I'm really excited to see what I come up with. Let's do it. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. What's up, everybody? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. We help musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve. No matter what instrument you play, welcome to another episode of the podcast. This is a fun one today. Uh, we're departing a little bit from our regular jazz improv tips and all that good stuff. And I'm just going to be doing something that actually I haven't done in quite a while. In fact, the last time I did this, uh, maybe it was the only time I did this too, was back in episode 192. I also composed a jazz tune on the spot. And uh, that was, uh, if you like this episode, go back and listen to that episode. You'll hear another composition I came up with uh, just literally on this podcast. I'm literally going to be composing it on the show today. I always get a little bit nervous doing stuff like this. Um, I've done other episodes too where... I'll compose a jazz solo on the spot and different things like this. And for the most part, it will be in time, except for when I need to rehearse something a little bit, not to bore you for like, you know, to make this podcast episode too long. But it's also nerve wracking because it's like, I, I don't know. I really don't know what I'm going to do. I don't necessarily have a lot of ideas for a song right now, so I'm really just going to have to allow my intuition to take place, and I think this will also be a good challenge for you at the end of this episode to consider how you could compose your own jazz tune and just observing the process that I'm going through. Before we do that, of course, today's episode is sponsored by our very own LJS Inner Circle membership. This is the membership where we learn a new jazz standard every single month, give you all the resources and tools you need to learn it. Uh, to start improvising over it. And it's just a lot of fun to do that. It's a great goal to learn a new jazz standard every single month. But we also have lots of amazing practice program courses, such as our Jazz Blues Accelerator, which says 30 Steps to Better Jazz Playing, How to Play What You Hear, our Ear Training Course, our Minor Blues Accelerator. We have Basics 101 courses to fill in the gaps in your musical knowledge, like Bebop 101. And we also have Instrument Accelerator courses for guitar, bass, piano, saxophone, trumpet and we do monthly live q a sessions it's really the hub if you're a jazz geek you love playing jazz you love learning jazz and you want to improve you got to come join us so it's ljsinnercircle.com is where you can find um, out more about the membership and sign up so ljsinnercircle.com we'd love to have you all right let's jump right in to me composing this jazz tune Okay, so where do I normally start when I try to compose uh, a tune? Normally, it starts with just uh, starting to play a melody, honestly. I, I don't normally start with a chord progression. I usually start with a melody and fill in the chords later. Um, that, so oftentimes, 
because of this, my tunes sound quote unquote modern, like modern jazz, I guess. But, um, you know, let's just see what happens. So, um, let's see. I always like to start with just two notes because it, I don't know. Gives me an idea of where do I want to continue melodically from there. So, and then sometimes I also like to figure out a chord. So, like, ooh, well, could start with the C minor, and that's the 11th. Um, could start the B flat major. Not really feeling that today. Ooh, could start with an E flat minor with the ninth being in the top voice there. So Okay, I like that. So could put a B flat, sorry, A flat, A flat major there. So so E flat too. You know, something's not sitting right with me with that A, with that uh, G natural, which is the seventh. Um, but let me continue the melody because I can always go back and change the chords a little bit. Ooh, getting a, getting a, a, a rhythm down. Okay. Oh. oh yes. Oh yes. I liked that. Okay, so E flat minor. Still don't love that A flat. But I love that G minor. So the melody is and actually, I was I was building a, a rhythm. So it's so one, a two, a one, two, three. So now at this point, because I played that G minor, I know that that G minor needs to go somewhere. So what if we did a two five one, right? So G minor. So it's actually a, a half diminished now. Let's make it a, a G. G half diminished. We can like, you know, five chord altered C7 or whatever to an F minor. So we have Okay, so simple on the melody uh, you know one thing i could do is make it a little bluesier Ooh, i like that so or 
that. Or do I want to do a chromatic approach? Nah, we'll do whole step landing to the F minor there. But I like the bluesy part, so I'm going to keep that. But I'm still not liking the, the A flat. So I want to change that chord. So the top note is top note is C natural. So that was the third of the A flat, but so I could do definitely not A minor. And honestly, okay, since I'm doing some, I don't want to go too modal. So far, I'm doing some functional harmony. So, ah ha ha, that's it. I think that's it. So a D flat, we're going to be doing a D flat major. So it's like E flat minor, D flat major, two, five, one to F minor. So do I like that? We, what we could also do, by the way, is we could go... We could put the A flat in the bass, but play a D flat. So let's do that. Let's do E flat minor, E flat minor nine, really. Yeah. And then we're going to do a D flat major slash A flat, because that A flat is going to go down to the G for the G minor C F. You see how I did that? So I'm actually using this E flat to A flat to G to C to F rather than E flat to D flat. So I like that, that the bass movement, first it's moving in a fourth from E flat to A flat, and then it just makes sense. So, ah. Okay, my ear's now telling me that is a very strong theme, and we need to move on to the next. We, well, no, we shouldn't move away from that. I think we should repeat that. So it's... So let's do it again. Well, actually... Should we do like a another chord there to make it spicier? So... like like maybe um ah, like a G flat major 7 flat 5 let's see if it sounds right actually a dominant seven sharp 11 uh, except for that 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 note doesn't fit so yeah i think that'll be kind of a cool thing to go f minor to g flat major seven sharp 11 so 
Yeah, maybe. Well, let's not get married to it yet, but I think it's kind of cool. It adds something a little more interesting than just a two, five, one, and then going back to the E flat. Because then after that, after we go, then we're going to go back to the top theme again, but we have to change it. So should we do that? Now we should do the D flat. Yeah, yeah, then to the G minor. So basically, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go the first time through that little phrase an octave lower, and the second time we bring it up an octave. So it's... Ah, shoot. Ah. Okay. I think I like that. <laughs> I think I like that. So... Ooh, we can make it even spicier harmonically if we wanted. So it's like... Do we want to do that or do we want to keep it simple? Because like what I'm just playing right here is a D7 sharp 9. So instead of an E flat minor 9, we're going to go... D7 sharp 9. So the sharp 9 is now the top voice. Yeah, because that would make sense if we actually went this time, instead of going the A flat in the bass, we actually went to the D flat. So we went D7 sharp 9 to the D-flat major 7th. But we can still go back to the F minor, I think, would be kind of cool. Um, so... Something's missing for me, but um, I think we need to keep going. I think we just need to keep going through the tune and just seeing where it goes. I think my main question now is now that we've established this very strong theme, harmonically, does it go somewhere a lot different or does or does it just kind of stay fairly grounded and it's more of like, a tune that allows you to just really improvise over fewer chord changes. So 
Okay, so I stopped the recording for a second just to noodle on a few things off uh, off recording. So something that I'm thinking is to keep this song simple. What if we just made this a 12 bar blues? Okay, so we've already done eight bars, right? And I, I just like that it goes to F minor, and I love the idea that, like, even in the melody, there's blues harmony but it's it's obviously like a very manipulated sort of a blues right it's not like a normal blues at all but we could keep it to 12 bars to keep the theme simple so we'll maybe we go Maybe that, so. Right, so for the last four bars, it'll just be like. I think I like that idea. So it really just kind of is going to go like just going to land on the E flat minor. So we're going to skip the the D flat chord altogether and just go uh, that triplet line. Awesome. I love that. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to create a little backing track so that we can kind of start playing around with this a little bit better. And, you know, it'll be easier for you to hear kind of the harmony going on. So let's uh, give that a try and uh, I'll come back and we'll do this. All right, we're back. It's as if no time has passed at all. Backing track is made. So let's go ahead and play along with it. sounds pretty good actually okay so now let's go ahead and uh, try our hand at improvising over it so let's do it mm -hmm. 
Cool. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's it's uh, it's fun to improvise over. I mean, it's actually more difficult than I thought it was going to be to improvise over it. Um, but it's a good thing because it's definitely it would be a fun one to practice to try to get better at improvising over. Um, I feel like like obviously with any composition, like you know, working on it for 20 minutes is probably not enough. Like there's probably a lot of massaging that still needs to happen to it. I sort of wonder if it's a little bit too tonally centered or uh, I guess that's not the problem that's tonally centered. There's just a lot of, a lot of the same kind of harmonic sounds happening, even though like, again, the chords are a little bit wild at some points, but um now there could be a little bit more that we could do. I think for now I'm not going to do anything more with it. Um, I like the head, so it's probably one I might keep and keep working with. But anyways, hopefully this was a good sort of intro or uh, in-depth understanding of how maybe I would get started writing a jazz tune for myself. Um, and this is like a great starting point, And then we can go from here. One other thing that I will say that I think is kind of cool is when composing a tune, I always kind of like to think about how do we, like, for example, the, 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 you know, we have, and then the second time I changed the chord, right. And the movement of the melody. Right, and even that note right there is like the B. Ma oh, it's actually a B major seven sharp eleven chord. That's that's what it is. Yeah, I like that. So, trying to think about how do we create the harmony moving somewhere, but add some harmonic and melodic interest to it, even if you're using the same theme. So again, like this creates a lot of interesting situations to improvise over. Because um, a lot of us, you know, we can, over that two, five, one, maybe we know some tricks to improvise over that. But what do we do when we get to the D7 sharp nine to the, you know, D flat major seven, then the C7 sharp nine, and then that B major seven sharp 11. I mean, that's a great challenge to figure out how do I connect those chords together, how to create more meaningful melodies. And uh, I personally would like to do a lot more exploration on that. So so hope you found this helpful and maybe your challenge this week is to try your hand at composing your own jazz song. All right, that's all for today's episode. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Do appreciate it. Um, hope you enjoyed the composition as well. Got a little bit of inspiration. Kind of fun to do episodes like this every once in a while where I just uh, kind of force myself to get creative, um, even if I didn't start from a creative place. And uh, again, it's a good challenge for all of us. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, ljsinnercircle.com. That's where you can sign up to join our LGS Inner Circle membership where we're working on new jazz standards every month. We're growing as musicians together. There's over a thousand other musicians inside the Inner Circle who play all sorts of instruments, trumpet, bass, saxophone, clarinet, harmonica, guitar, um, all kinds of instruments in there, growing together, amazing community, people posting their recordings, showing each other what they're working on, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So check it out, ljsinnercircle.com.
We're going to be coming out with another great quick win episode of the podcast this upcoming Friday. So look forward to seeing you back then. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the LJS podcast brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes and don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.